This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You were looking good out there. You had a yeah. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, no. even red loafers. No. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jake Kinnaman, a three for the tie. Off the backboard, it's good! Jake Kinnaman makes it in! Off the buzzer, and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Crawford, eight! Crawford's got a hurry! Oh! Oh! No! And even some things not happening in the sports world. You're, you're the bitter end. I'm the bitter man, I guess. <laughs> not the better man, the bitter man. According to Jim, here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, for the final time this week, the most popular man in McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Is your life getting a little bit better? <laughs> you, you, you seem a little down recently. Is it your well, golf game that's killing you? My golf you? game's not good, but I've got one foot out the door right now because I'm heading south to play in a big you're, tournament. You're thinking about the swinging bridge oh, in Independence. Yeah. That's right. You're getting excited about that this yeah, weekend. In fact, I got, a, I got a text about an hour ago. My partner, who I'm playing with in the tournament, just got on the plane in Tennessee. Hey, hey. Flying into Independence tonight. Well, he flies into Tulsa and then drives from Tulsa to Independence and, uh, I wouldn't think Southwest flies into Independence. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, now we play a practice round tomorrow. Three days of the tournament. The weather forecast is not good down there for two of the days. One day is supposed to be okay, but two days is not very good. But uh, we'll 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 battle through it. All I know is that if the swinging bridge is somewhat rained out and a couple of rounds for Steve down in Independence are not played especially a Sunday round, if that is not played, there is going to be one bitter man coming back here next week. <laughs> well, we had it's not going to be We happy. had it happen one year. It was about – this is when I used to play with my dad. We uh, One year, we only got to play one round. I mean, it just poured. And we had no business playing that round. It poured on a Friday. We played on a Saturday. It just poured Saturday night. They had, I mean, and – well, no, it poured Saturday or Friday night. We shouldn't have played Saturday. We did. We just basically tore the course up. And then Saturday night it poured again. Sunday they just canceled it, sent everybody home, and I was not a happy camper. I'm worried about you, Steve. But hopefully you get to have a good weekend. We've got a fun show planned today. We have the U.S. Open to talk about, which I don't know if you'll be able to see much or, or any of it because you'll be playing golf. And well, maybe actually, if it rains, you'll see actually, a ton we've, of it. Actually, we, it's worked out pretty well for us. We play our practice round pretty early on Thursday, and then that night uh, in our hotel room, we watched the, the replay on Thursday night. Friday, we It play, sounds exhilarating. We play at 8 o'clock on Friday morning, so we're done by noon, so we get to see the whole afternoon session. And then on Saturday, uh, you know, or Sunday, we play in the afternoon. So I, I generally listen to Westwood One Ooh, that on, the is way, good. on the way home. So by the time we get done, they're on like – about 13 or 14, something like that. I listened to like the last four or five holes. It's interesting to listen 
to a golf tournament because I do a lot of visualization and I can like when Lefty was chopping it around, I could just see Lefty with that bemused look on his face and thumbs up and everyone and cheesing at everybody and you know, he's an interesting dude. Well it's major time this weekend and of course that means we have to bring in not only the city champion and the best golfer in town, but maybe the best golf mind and the one that follows golf maybe better than anybody else. Steve I think would put himself up there, but We've got Turkey Creek Golf Course's Treg Fall. Treg, you've been feeling pretty good the last few times you've been in here. You've been right on. I think you felt pretty good about Tiger at the Masters. You felt pretty good about Kepka last month when they were at the PGA. I think you're you're on a high right now and that you feel good about whoever you're going to pick today. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know if I got lucky with Tiger. It was just a feeling I had, but I did pick him. Um, I didn't quite pick Brooks. I said he'd be up there in the mix. I actually picked DJ. At the PGA, who all, who almost caught him? Steve I, picked. Brooks. I picked Kepka. Yeah, I had Kepka. But uh, you know, I, I kind of I got a really good feel for this week. I think too. So, have you ever been out to Pebble Beach? I have not. No, I would love to. go. I would think that would be one of your favorite places. Yeah, that's definitely. Now that I've been to the Masters and seen that course, I think Pebble Beach might be next on the bucket list. Well, and of course, you want to get out there and play number seven. Exactly. Number yeah. seven at Pebble Beach is anywhere from ninety-five to about one hundred and twenty yard. Par three, it's called the hardest par three in the world. Yeah, and because it's right there on the ocean, and uh, the wind blows in, uh, I saw who was it? It was Rory or somebody. They said, or, or no, it's Justin Thomas. He says I've had to hit a six iron on that hole at one point because the wind was blowing so hard. So a hundred twenty yard hole had to hit a six iron. Of course, you know they're up on a bluff and that wind just knocks everything down. So. Yeah, hole six seven. Eight, nine, and ten, right by the ocean, are just gorgeous. Hole eight's got that split in two. They got the cliff on each side. You got hit over the ocean into a small green. It's and you know, Whistling Straits is you know having played Whistling Straits last summer, where the Ryder Cup's going to be next year. It's interesting to play those holes by the by you know the Lake Michigan's right there on some of those holes, and and if you hit down toward Lake Michigan, the temperature drop when you go down. If you hit it offline and it goes down the hill. The temperature drops like 20 degrees on your walk down the hill. Well, Treg, I know that you are a big sports fan. I'm sure you've been keeping up with the NBA Finals over the last week. Are you in the same boat as Steve that you feel confident about the Warriors winning Game 6 and then going back to Canada, winning Game 7 and doing this whole thing? Or are you on the opposite mind of Steve here and feel like Kawhi Leonard is going to win one of these two games for them? You know, I'm kind of 50-50. You know, the Warriors, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry play their best basketball with their backs against the wall. They they did it against Oklahoma City. When Don't Dur- remind me. When Durant was there, they did it when they were down to the Rockets last year. They they played their best games. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry make the plays down the stretch, and I thought they were dead in the water. And then all of a sudden, who when makes When they were the, down six, yeah, who, I thought it was over. Who makes the big shots? Curry and Clay. I mean, I think for sure they win game six. Game seven is where I'm 50-50. I don't know. Well, I'm sticking with the Warriors. I mean, I've I've been steadfast the whole way. When it looked like they're going to get eliminated, I felt pretty foolish. But then uh, this is why they're the Warriors because yeah. they just refuse yep. to lose. The other thing that concerns me about the Raptors is Kyle Lowry doesn't seem to play well when it's you know he's kind of they been have the, to win. He's kind of been the whipping post on this show, at least for me. Uh, you know, it just seems like he does not play big in the big moments. He kind of shrinks. And I didn't realize until I, you know, started thinking back on the game, where was Siakam 
Yeah. The at last, the end of the game, in yeah. the last five minutes, he didn't play. They had Van Vliet and Lowry. Ibaka. And Ibaka, Gasol, and Kawhi. Right. So, I mean, Siakam's had a great series. I don't know where he was. I have no idea what the deal was there. Treg, there was some other news that was announced yesterday that I know that you were probably very excited Hard about. Knocks. And that is that your Oakland Raiders and Coach John Gruden are going to be the highlight of Hard Knocks this year. Does that make you want to watch it? Do you have... It's on HBO, right? Guess Do you get, have HBO? Guess who's getting HBO. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they're, gonna they're be, pulling you be, in. I'm going to be all over it. I mean, they you know, they got John Gruden, big personality. You got they just signed Richie Incognito. You got Antonio Brown. You got I a mean, bunch of idiots. There is there is not there is not a, a better team to do do hard knocks on than these guys. And they're gonna you know I heard Antonio Brown's just been absolutely lighting it up at, at Well, many it's not gonna stuff. be like uh, Netflix and what's the guy Last Chance You. Last Chance no. You. So uh, I think when you've got both those two things coming at it about the same time, hard knocks going with the Raiders and John Gruden and all that mess, plus with Steve Sell's mess down in Independence with Coach Jason Brown going through their horrible season, getting yeah. getting fired at the well, end. I'm gonna of get it. I'm gonna get the inside skinny on on what they think's gonna happen on the show because I uh, some of the guys that are in when does it come out? I, I think it's in July. It should be Next, end of July or okay. beginning yeah. of August. Uh, some of the guys that are actually in Last Chance U, some of the townspeople, I know them. They're and all your friends. Arthur, my man Arthur Ashcraft, he he holds court. Yeah. And uh, I'll get Arthur's take on it. I'm excited to see what happens with the Raiders. And I know that John Gruden's a great analyst. Have you bought in that he's still a great coach? Oh, yeah. He's you still good, think yeah. so? He, I mean, he had a plan. They're trying to be as marketable as possible for Vegas. And they're, they, there's no way they can I don't do doubt that. There's, I mean, they got... I mean, Derek Carr was throwing to practice squad guys last year. He didn't have a line. They've reassured the line they signed Antonio Brown they signed Tyrell Williams they got big time receivers now um so you know they're definitely going to be better would you rather be in the Raiders position right now where you don't know if they're going to be any good but they've got these pieces and they've got John Gruden or would you rather be trying to make the decision for the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill because we've been trying to follow that case and figure out what the heck's happening I just don't know what's going to happen with them yeah, I have no clue. You know, that's that that changes the team drastically because if you have Tyree Kill, it opens up so much more stuff, makes windows so easier for Mahomes to throw over the middle of the field. You know, if they don't have him, they're you know it, it changes. And right quite now, a bit. the case is not active in Kansas City. It right. is not an active case, which then goes the NFL would make a decision. And what I have been or reading, if the Chiefs make a decision, right? Yeah. But the over under I have been seeing is six games. So he would miss the first six of the season. Treg as an outsider. Well, you're not an outsider. You're an insider that is just not a Chiefs fan. You yeah. you live in the Chiefs' life. You have to deal with it every single day. People yell at you for wearing your black and silver face paint out at the golf course every day. But have you been a little thrown off by Patrick Mahomes and the amount of marketing that he's done? How have you been able to view that and, and him being in the public eye all the time? Oh, has it, has it thrown you off, or do you think it's good for him and good I for the Chiefs? I think it's good for him. I mean, he's a great guy. You know, he. I mean, any guy that can throw it like that and play like that and wins MVP his first year, he's going to be. Everyone's going to be all over him. And you know, my my wife really likes that he dips his uh, 
steak and ketchup because oh, my, yeah. my wife does the exact same thing it makes her feel not alone yeah in the she's world. like oh you somebody else does it you know so um well, it's, i do too yeah. i like i was gonna say it i i, I wasn't gonna <laughs> let steve say it i was just gonna and ask you know i don't hardly eat steak but when i do i like to have ketchup with my steak yeah you're so not a heinz a7 guy yeah i don't care ketchup's ketchup as far as i'm concerned what else do you like to dip in ketchup french fries okay hamburger not on my hamburger. I like mustard on my hamburger. <laughs> Anything else hot that dog. you like? Catch oh hot dog. Yeah, I'm all right with with ketchup on the hot dog or yeah. the brat. Yeah. Anything else that you're a ketchup that, man that's with? About, that's about it. What about mac and cheese? Oh yeah. No, no. Yep. Mac and cheese has got to be pure. Very cheesy though. Very cheesy. What about a little chicken? Well, you. Know, I will say about mac and cheese. When I make my mac and cheese, I even get. I take some cheese and slice it up and throw it Ooh. in there and just make it. Thick. He's feeling good. (laughs) All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we need Treg to give us the rundown on Pebble Beach, what it's going to play like this week, what the weather's going to be like, and obviously his front runners on who he thinks is going to win the U.S. Open. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. We've got Trank Fall in studio today to preview the U.S. Open starting tomorrow from Pebble Beach and in Southern or wherever it is in California. It's in Southern California, right? Yep. I don't really know where it is. San Diego? Somewhere around there. Steve, do you know? I don't You're a geography guy. Yeah. Either way, it's out in California. The right. weather's going to be good. Everybody will be feeling fine. You guys want to take a guess at who the Vegas favorite is? You know I like to follow what Vegas does. Rory or DJ? Kepka. Dustin Johnson, 7-1. Yeah, okay. okay. Kepka sitting at 8-1 to one right now. But, Treg, as you look at this field, are there any names that stand out to you besides the big man, Brooks Kepka, and Dustin Johnson? I mean, obviously with Rory just dominating last week, he's, you know, if he plays anywhere close to that, he'll be there. Um, Jason Day is one that has played played well at Pebble Beach before. Um, another one that I think's that's been playing very well, that this this course suits his game, um, is Matt Kuchar. That's who I was um, going to say. Kuchar's been hanging around a lot yeah, lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like Paul Casey. He always plays well here. Um, and Webb Simpson's been playing well. Patrick Cantley, Adam Scott, those guys I think are all. And Phil won earlier this year. You never know what you're going to get from Phil. He. I'm not going to be shocked if he's in contention. He's either, I'm not going to be he's either in the hunt. The cut. He's either in the hunt or he doesn't make the cut. Yep. I figured out where Pebble Beach is. It's sort Southern of California, sort of Central somewhere. California. It's a little bit south of San Francisco, if you can picture that. Yeah. So they're not in the in the beautiful San Diego weather, but somewhere in the middle there. Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about him a lot lately. Do you think that he can channel his two thousand? Inner Tiger Woods and and really rip it up this weekend. Or how do you feel about him going I, into this week? I feel pretty good about Tiger. You know, he played at the Memorial two weeks ago and had a good weekend, good showing. Um, the thing with Pebble Beach is they don't play a course that has this small of greens normally. 
And Tiger's iron play is still second to none on tour. If he hits it well off the tee, he's going to be right there. I mean, his he's going to get to pins that nobody else can get to just because his iron play is so so dominant. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. He doesn't have the length of DJ or Brooks or Rory, those guys. So if he's hitting it crooked, kind of like Phil, they won't have a chance. But if they, if they play well off the tee, I give Tiger just as good a chance as anybody. I haven't really been following the tour over the last four weeks since the PGA. I don't really even know who has won, where they've played. Who are some of the guys that you've been following that have been playing better, not in the majors, maybe over the last two months? Well, Rory won last week in in Canada, um, and Matt Kuchar and Webb Simpson were were right there as well. Um, And there there was some other, you know, guys up there, but. Um, Patrick Cantley won not that long ago. He's been playing well. He's he's a guy that does everything extremely well. He just hasn't quite broke through on the major stage. He was in the lead at the Masters for a while there, and then Solly looked up and he was in the lead and went bogey bogey. But that's another guy that I could see being up there. I don't know. There's there's so many guys now. It's have we mentioned our friend Jordan Spieth? No, we does, have does not it feel like he has fallen off the face of the well, earth? Well, he's actually been trending the right direction. He's been getting in the mix more. He's just been struggling a little bit on Sunday. He's he's been working hard and grinding at it. Um, I saw him. I was watching the golf coverage today, and he was on the range hitting a bunch of different shots. You could really tell he was just grinding and trying to find it. So you never know with him. He's kind of he's either he can get on those hot streaks and look like the best player in the world or he can just look average so so let's say Treg that you were playing in a some sort of a gambling thing for this week we would never do anything <laughs> like that but let's say you were trying to pick different guys of different tiers how would you set up what you would be trying to do with maybe taking guys from the top tier one from that second tier how would you look at that and and fill it out if that was what you were into and maybe hanging out with some some people that bet on sports illegally yeah, so I was looking at the tier sheet here. Obviously, you got Brooks, DJ, and Rory in that first tier. Right? You got to take two of those three guys. I mean, they're all playing good. They're the favorites. Tier two, you know, I, the name that stands out to me is Matt Kuchar, Paul Casey, and Jason Day. Those are the three that I think. John Rahm, you know, he he just loses his mind on a on a course <laughs> that's set up like this. He'll Does get, he remind and, you of anybody? He'll get too frustrated. He'll catch a bad and break. The small and greens, lose the it. small greens will yeah. hurt him. Mm-hmm. So tier three, um, Adam Scott or Webb Simpson. Um, then as you keep looking down the list, um, you know, Kisner maybe he's a tough guy. He putts well. He doesn't hit it long, but he I could see him you know getting a top twenty. Um, as as you keep moving down, it just kind of turns into, you know, I I don't really know. There's all you're, these. You're guys. not a big fan of the barn rat. <laughs> he played well at the Masters. You know, it's. It, it, a lot of these guys are so similar. It depends how their week's going or how, what kind of start they get off to. Some of these guys, if they start off bad, they'll just be done. Some of them will try to fight back. So I know. don't know if I've heard you give a big shout-out to your guy, who you always seem to be rooting for, Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, Have you given you know, him much love today? I He's got the yeah, hair going. Yeah, I ha- Tom, Tommy hits it well enough to win anywhere, so I don't, you know. I get the feeling, Trey, that if you grew out your hair, you could look like Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, I wish I could play like him, then I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to give our predictions here in, in just a couple of minutes, but what have you been seeing in terms of this field and, and, and this tournament at Pebble Beach? 
Is there anything that, that you see when, when you look at this field, when you look at Pebble Beach, you think of the big stage? Is there anything that, that or anybody that just stands out and you get in your head and you think, this is their week? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like DJ is the guy that he's won here like three or four times. You know, this course, he loves this course. I think his father, or soon-to-be father-in-law, whatever, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, has a house close to Pebble Beach. So well, he, sure. he always plays in the AT&T Pebble gotta Beach gotta put on with some him. better socks. Yep. Win, wins, wins there quite a bit. Plays it all the time. You know, I I picked him at the PGA saying he was going to win the PGA and the U.S. Open. I just, he's the guy that really sticks out, that this course sets up perfect for him. He loves the place. You know, it doesn't get better than a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. There's not a bet other than, you know, the mas- the Masters and a U.S. Open at Pebble Beach and an Open Championship it's at St. Andrews yeah. are like the three big tournaments and biggest venues that, you know, you, you can be at for a golf tournament. Now, the last time that the U.S. Open was at Pebble Beach, I believe, was in 2010. Dustin Johnson was in the lead going the last day. He shot like 81. He, he, he got... On hole three or four, he hit it right, got in the stuff, and made like an eight or nine. He couldn't get out of it. And lost then he just his mind. Lost it. Yep, that was early in his coming up in his career. So I think it was Graham McDowell Graham that McDowell won that McDowell nabbed it, yep. And then Graham. the last time it was there before that was the Tiger Woods where he won by 15 or yeah. however many it was mm-hmm. that week. Yep. I was a little bit too young to have been paying attention to that. Do you remember much of that weekend, Steve? Oh, yeah. I'm turning to you as the older man in the group. Yeah, and, and what I remember is Tiger was about half the size that he is now. He was real skinny back in 2000. He was, he was super skinny. You know, he hadn't gotten into the lifting and things like that. He was still a pretty young guy at that point. He would have been like 23 or so. I can just remember that shot going up the hill. What hole is that, like nine? Probably six, the par five. Where, where it's the long yeah, one up the uh, hill. That's whole and, and hitting that shot up the hill and getting onto the green. Yeah. But, yeah, and and he, uh, uh, back then, it, was, it wasn't a matter of how, but, but how many he was going to win by. I mean, that was just that was just kind of crazy. And I think there was one year when the Open was at Pebble. Gil Morgan, I think, got the, like, ten under, and he had, like, a six-shot lead and in a matter of about four holes. He just lost his mind and ended up losing the tournament. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we're going to make our predictions. We're going to see who is the smartest of this group. It has not been me for the first two majors. and Me and Steve are tied one-to-one. That's I, right. I think, it, I think I'm due. It's the I'm due factor. They are due. You'll get a good pick about first. It. They are due oh, I like theory. that. They are due theory. I'm a big subscriber. One more break. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. It's time to make some bold predictions. We are putting our reputations on the line. We're trying to pick who's going to win the U.S. Open. Treg is 1-1. Steve is 1-1. Jim has done very poorly. So are you guys giving me the first pick? Yeah, yep. first pick. Go for it. So with my first pick on who is going to win the U.S. Open this week at Pebble Beach, 
I think the popular pick would be to go with Brooks Kepka and say he's going to win his third straight U.S. Open, keep the train rolling. But I don't think I want to make that pick because I, I, I'm not saying he's going to go out and be bad, but he's won too much lately. He's been too good. He's been too good on the biggest stage. He looks too good. He's too handsome. He's not going to win this week. It can't happen. He can't have everything good for him. So the guy that I'm going to pick is another long ball hitter. He's been playing well. If I don't pick him, one of you two is going to pick him here next. I'm going with DJ Dustin Johnson. Is that an okay pick for me? That's who I, 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 I yeah. think that's I think that's my pick. That's who I picked to win it when we did the PGA show. So that's 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 my favorite. So who gets the second pick? We'll give it to Seniority Steve Sell. Yeah, we'll go with Steve. I'm going to go Matt Kuchar. I think Ooh. he's been banging on the door, you know, a lot lately. Uh, it's a course you don't have to overpower. You, you know, good iron game. He never seems, you know, to get phased by anything. So I'm going to go Matt Kuchar. Drag. Now, do I get two picks in a row? Yeah, yeah. serpentine okay. style so, draft. Um, I was going to say about Brooks, you know, he's. It's hard to go against him, but I saw a thing that he hadn't. He didn't even touch a club until last week, and he was pretty. He tied for fiftieth last week, but he comes to the U.S. Open. He's a different person, so I, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to pick him just because. I don't think he can win three in a row. That's just to to me. It's only to, happened once. To even think of that, just and that blows, was in nineteen oh three oh four oh five. So so my first pick. It's going to be Tiger. Ooh. And my second pick is going to be Tony Finau. Tony Finau. I just now, have a now, feeling. Now, what's your rationale with him? You know, uh, Tony Finau hits that high cut. He, he, you know, he, he, he controls his golf ball well. You got to hit in these. They're very small greens. He can hit it high, launch it with his irons, land it soft. You know, I probably should have picked Rory, but I want Tony Finau to win. So that's why I kind of went with him. But I just think he's due. He was in the last group last year at the U.S. Open. He's in the last group this year at the Masters. Maybe he gets himself in the mix again and gets it done. I don't. I just have a feeling. I don't know why. Steve, he's got the same you? initials as me. Yeah, that's, that's true. TF. <laughs> Steve, your second pick. You've already taken Matt Kuchar. Who's your second well, pick? Well, I was thinking Ricky and uh, – I just don't think – I don't know. Something just always happens to Ricky. He just can't yeah. seem in a major – he'll be motoring along, and then he, he makes a double or a triple. He always has a double or triple somewhere in his rounds. I'm really going to go – I'm going to go long shot here. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood, the hair. Yeah. Steve is feeling good. Tommy Steal, Fleetwood. Stealing my pick. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood, I like his iron play. and. This is, of course, that you got to hit great irons. I think he's yep. as good an iron player. He is. His, as there is. He his just, iron plays top five on Yeah, and, and, you know, I look at another name on there. Adam Scott, if he could just putt consistently. He's, he hits the ball really He's well. the best ball striker maybe out there right now. So who are you taking, Steve? Tommy I'm taking Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. All right, well, you have passed up on. All right, you you should just take DJ and Rory because those are two of, the th- two of the guys that I think are going to win. Those are the, my two favorites that I think. But I don't even have either of them, so. I'm just going to leave Rory out of this. Okay. I'm going to pick the guy that wears orange. I pick him every time because it's going to happen. He's back in California. He's feeling good. He's going to have sunglasses on. He's going to be wearing orange. How do you think? What do you think of his mullet? He's got a mullet going on. Him and Duffer. It looks good. It looks good. Ricky Fowler's my second pick. He's going to get it done this weekend. I feel good. And don't sleep on Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. I really think Patrick Cantlay. So so let me get this straight. Out of six picks, nobody picked Brooks Kepka or Rory McIlroy. That's right. No. Because we think outside the box here, (laughs) Treg. We're smart. We believe it. So I'm taking Ricky and DJ. Treg has got Tiger Woods, Tony Finau, 
Steve has got Tommy Fleetwood, Matt Kuchar. And tell the people where Pebble Beach is. You got You got It's in a, Carmel, California. A loyal listener called in. Said that Clint Eastwood was the mayor Clint, of Carmel. Clint never made a bad movie. That's true. <laughs> all right, Steve. Let's also turn it over to Treg here to give us a rundown on the city tournament. Everything coming up at Turkey Creek. Treg, this might be your last opportunity to talk before you play in the city tournament. Are you going to make it a 500 Pete? You gonna win again? Oh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of good teams. Me and Steve were just talking. You know, uh, Rich Olson's back in town. I saw Mark Gayer signed up. He can. I mean, he's a pretty good player. Uh, you know, Piper's always in there. Chris Stuckey's a good player. Piper's feeling too good about Michigan right now. Yeah. If he so, wins and then gets to wear that maze around, I think it'll yeah, it'll make people yeah. a little upset. So you know, uh, Rich Olson and Gary Hester teaming up. That's a good team. Jamie Piper's teaming up with John Gross to deer. Johnny um, D, Johnny G. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good players. We have a lot more depth in the yeah. city tournament mm-hmm. now. Kelly Sorensen, I left his name out. I knew his name. He's always right there. He's and he's Kelly's a great been player. Kelly's had us in the big game that we play. Kelly's been in the sixty last two rounds so yep. he's really so, uh and i think he plays with alan yeah he plays with alan and they Porter. and they really play well together and and you know it, it used to be there was maybe about every year there was about three teams yeah and the depth of golf in mcpherson has really gotten better did you mention steve did you put no. him in the mix Stephen, Stephen Cliff. We're yeah. not. A, we're not a fact <laughs> you didn't put them in the mix in, Come the, on. Old, yeah. in the old days we were always in the talk but uh father time has a way of uh uh, defeating everybody, and Father Time has kind of caught up with us. And if we make championship flight, I think that's pretty good because uh, Cliff Cliff's going to be upset with you saying we things go, like we that. We go out well, but even he, I think he's well aware we don't make enough birdies anymore. Like just that your to. body's aching doesn't mean the Cliff's is. But uh, <laughs> what always helps us that uh, we always play well at at uh, Rolly. Yeah, because you know we grew up playing on Rolly, and and we might have the advantage over some of these younger guys that play because they haven't played Rolly, but. Uh, I know one year we shot 64 at Rolly. So I shot that myself two years ago. Yeah, I, that's the that's year. That's the year I think I shot 67 at Rolly. So, yeah, or, yeah, Rolly. So, but Try, I mean, it's, give us all the information on how to sign up, what you guys are doing now, because you, you you open it up to everybody. Right yeah. Now. So the last I don't know however many years, Steve might have a better idea, but at least the last 10 years it hasn't been full. Um, so our full is 44, and we consider max 48 if it That's gets teams. to that point. Teams, 88, 88 yep. players. So um, first days at Turkey Creek, second days at Rolly, third days at the Country Club this year. It's a two-man and an individual score. It's, you take your individual, play low ball with a partner. Um, it's 80 bucks a person to sign up. We you actually, can play as an individual. Yeah, you can. I don't know if we've had anybody just play as an individual no. in a long time. So you can sign up at Turkey Creek Golf Course. You can call the clubhouse or come in and sign up. Um you know, it's it's a fun three days of golf. They're all different courses. For the first time this year, up until June 8th, it was McPherson residents and members of the three courses could sign up, and now it is open to the entire county. We were at 39 teams as of this morning, so that's five teams away from being full. Then you got another nine teams away from being max. So, uh, you know, we're looking to kind of revamp it. Jay Rising and Scott Davis have taken over, and we're well, trying. Well, Scotty to, D's all over it. Yeah, Scotty D's all over that. Jay Jay text at least once a day texting oh, yeah. me about something. So all um, day, Jay. Yeah, fairway Jay. He's he's excited. I played um, with him on Saturday, and he was two under after four. Yeah, so um, there. I, I think everybody's really excited. You know, Jason Jason Bushbaum, our superintendent. Just super excited. Him and his partner are playing Chris Stuckey. They're always right there in the mix. Jamie Piper's been out there practicing all the time. You guys have been out there. Everybody just seems to be excited for golf, some city tournament next week. You just so. better be glad that I will be in Vegas 
and yeah. I won't be able to play. Yeah. I think that's why you scheduled it that way. Because yeah, you exactly. knew there was a sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get out and see how my dad's game is. Get him. I get played him. with him the other day. He was yeah. solid. Yeah. Perfect. Who did he take in our pool last time for the PGA or the Mike Masters? Weir. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how did he do? Left field pick. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't take Mike Weir this week. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's even in the field. But. <laughs> no. Oh, he did qualify. Mike hey. Weir did qualify. In the, yep, I saw that. He made it through. He went to one of the local qualifiers and made it through. So. Well, Trag, yeah. we're excited about not only the U.S. Open coming up this weekend, but the city tournament next weekend. You're feeling good, but you got some guys breathing down your neck. And, and that trophy, it might be passed around to somebody else this year. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I just, through through the year, I just go and play and try my best and see what happens. You know, I don't put too much pressure on myself, even though, well, even though Steve always is like, oh, he's going to win, this and well, that. You I know, can tell you one thing. There's a lot of good players the out there. The tournament is decided at the country club every year, and that's where Treg has always, you know, made his mark. He's always beaten people by six or seven shots at the club. All right, tomorrow, Steve, you'll be gone. I'll be gone. We've got Coach Kinneman coming on to co-host the show with me. Oh, yeah. We'll get all of his hot takes on the U.S. Women's National Team celebrating <laughs> and showboating. Well, he'll talk about and he will talk about KU's KU camp. He went to KU camp and got to see him scrimmage last night. Apparently, Silvio De Sosa was a beast yeah, last night. They're they're gonna be good, Steve. Before you leave, this is your last chance to speak. Golden State. Winning game six. I'm not backing off. I'm. I have Golden State winning it. So. All right. You feel good. I feel good. I got Toronto in seven. Ooh. I think I'll take. Well, I, I'm gonna hold off on that. We'll give all my hot takes tomorrow. <laughs> Treg, thanks for coming in. No problem. Thanks for having me. Always fun. We'll see if your guy Tony Finau or Tiger Woods can get it done. Remember, Steve took Matt Kuchar and Tommy Fleetwood. And Jim's feeling good. Ricky Fowler, Ricky Dustin Fowler. Johnson. Yep. He's Dustin gonna get Johnson. it done. Wrapping up today's show for Treg Fall for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.